Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the PFF NFL Daily. Today, discussing the Baltimore Ravens and their rookie first-round receiver, Rashad Bateman, is on his way back soon. He'll be back soon, and we're going to look into what it means for this Baltimore Ravens offense. Sam, uh, just last week, Lamar Jackson was chucking the ball down the field all over the place to tight end Mark Andrews, to wide receiver Marquise Brown. Would have been nice if Marquise Brown held on to a couple more of those passes, but the Ravens' passing attack is one of the biggest questions of the season. We know they can run it at a higher, more efficient rate than anybody else in the NFL, but what can Rashad Bateman bring to this passing offense to connect the dots and put the Ravens back in that Super Bowl conversation? Oh, man, Marquise Brown dropping everything that was sent his way last week. Two absolute bombs just hit him, but they didn't even hit him in the hands because he didn't put his hands out properly to catch it. Horrible plays. Um, But yeah, Bateman, he can be a game changer. Look, they... They brought in Sammy Watkins. They already had Marquise Brown, but Bateman was the player drafted to be that number one wide receiver, that X that can win all over the formation at all different depths and whatever they need him to do to answer the question of what happens when that player gets put into this kind of offense. We just haven't seen it yet. And we don't really know whether the passing game started to die off a little bit because of a lack of receiving talent, a lack of a real number one threat because of the offensive line getting a little bit less effective, the run game getting a little bit less effective, or the passing game getting figured out a little bit. The teams on defense understanding the concepts and where they were trying to attack and therefore being better at slowing it. This should answer all of that. Put Bateman in there and see what happens. Yeah, just looking at the Ravens' uh, receiving grades right now, even with all those drops last week, Marquise Brown has the highest receiving grade on the team, 80.9. Mark Andrews is averaging 14.3 yards per catch. Sammy Watkins is averaging 17 yards per catch, and Marquise Brown's up around 16. It's a big play offense right now, Sam, at least you know, trying to throw the ball down the field. And I think that's smart for the Ravens. They get more yards before contact than any other team in the run game in the NFL by a wide margin. It's not even close, but adding some more diversity to that passing attack is really smart. Yeah, it is. Um, I, I think this Baltimore offense is the passing game is just going they've embraced this uh this idea of look lamar is going to be incredibly productive the ground game is incredible they're going to be dominating with the run game and then they're going to hit over the top they're going to take advantage of sucking all the defenders up towards lamar and trying to shut him down and then they're just going to keep taking shots and lamar right now is averaging 12.7 yards per attempt Like, high is 10. If you're in double digits, you're high. You're aiming deep down the field with every play. He's at 12.7, which is absolutely insane. And that's what you want out of this Ravens passing attack, right, Sam? I mean, not to... Look, they're not Navy or Army in college football. They're (laughs) not a complete option offense. I'm just saying an offense that is so 
dependent on the ground game and then the quarterback in the in the in the ground game you you're gonna get defenses moving all over the place it's just look at how open some of those throws they were really nice throws by lamar but look at how open some of those downfield throws were on sunday and that is built off of the run game so that's how i want lamar throwing right when they get into trouble is when it's second and long and he's got to go pass pass and hit the underneath stuff and be accurate over and over and over again he can make those throws down the field so i love the way they're playing and being as aggressive as they've been right they're not a triple option offense but the principles are not dissimilar i mean when you used to watch those old triple option systems in college you know georgia tech when they were running it for years it's not like they never passed the ball and and then when they did there was a wide open dude 25 yards downfield because everybody has spent the last 15 plays keying on the three options in the backfield and waiting for the run. And then the second you switch off and forget about the wide receiver that's been out there every single play, you know, basically just being a decoy, that guy's wide open. And that's kind of what this Baltimore offense does on a much more, you know, middle of the road end of of the spectrum. Similar principles, but the second you start to switch off and don't play the game honestly, when you start to try and key in on the run game and Lamar Jackson and cheat towards just making sure you give you know the linebackers some help or you fill the space when he breaks out that's when that receiver is going to is going to beat you on a move and get five yards behind you and the ball is coming over your head all right i want to get into more of what rashad bateman specifically brings to this offense but first a reminder that week three of football it's in the books and it's time to review the tape and get ready for week four with DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl kick off another action-packed week, DraftKings is giving all new customers $150 instantly when they bet $1 in any football game. You don't want to miss this deal. It's incredible. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Place a bet of $1 on any week four game to receive $150 in free bets instantly. And if Sportsbook's not yet available in your state, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long in their daily fantasy contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. What are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF to receive $150 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. It's promo code PFF this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Um, I want to go back to the PFF Draft Guide, all a part of your PFF Edge package, Sam. And when we looked at look at Rashad Bateman's page and his NFL player comparison from a comparison from our guy Mike Renner, he he pulled out Keenan Allen for Rashad Bateman. Now, I don't know where you fall on the the Bateman spectrum, how much you liked him, but Renner highlighting his release package as his biggest strength. We've got a lot of just good college production, especially in 2019 for Bateman when he was fantastic, 87.1 grade, averaging 20.3 yards per catch. You mentioned it at the top, here's a guy who can get open at every level and add something that is completely different from the speed-heavy look that Sammy Watkins and Marquise Brown are bringing to that receiving core. Yeah, I like Bateman a lot, and I think if it wasn't for the fact that this draft had Jamar Chase and, and Devontae Smith, I think a lot of people would have been talking about Bateman as like the number one receiver in the class. And I think he probably should have been closer to those two in most people's eyes than the general consensus was. This, that second to last year at college, though, is the one to lean on. Go back to that um, 2019 season and watch the way he was just dominating in that offense. While it's a weird offense in that they kept taking like their quote-unquote best player or their biggest threat and moving him into the slot, 
to generate all the favorable matchups. So that year, Tyler Johnson was the guy in the slot making all the plays, but Bateman was the dude outside winning and just looking like this number one superstar wide receiver, averaging over three and a half yards per route run. And then when Tyler Johnson moved on to the NFL, Bateman was the guy that got that treatment the next year and went into the slot. And I just don't think it suited his skill set as much. And he didn't look as good to me when he got that role, but it was probably good for his long-term prospects. You know, it shows that he can win from all areas and he's got experience playing in the slot and, and can do all of those things. So ultimately, I think he is a really intriguing option as a complete number one wide receiver. Yeah. And look, I, you know me, Sam, when we, when we look at depth charts and we look at a trio of wide receivers or plus a tight end, I think that's just how you win in today's NFL. So now if the Ravens are trotting out Rashad Bateman, Sammy Watkins and Marquise Brown, plus Mark Andrews, right? And Andrews, one of the better receiving tight ends in the NFL, you've got four legitimate options, four legitimate weapons. The biggest weapon being Lamar Jackson, what he brings on the ground, what he can do through the air and circling back to this idea that they are throwing the ball down the field more than ever and trying to just put defenses in a bind and create those big plays. Hasn't always worked. I know it hasn't always showed up, man. They only scored 19 points against the Lions, but there are a few drops away from a lot more, right? right? So it's it's what this offense is capable of. We're only three weeks into the season. The Ravens are capable of so much more, and Bateman, I think, could be the glue for this entire thing. Yeah, I, I, I'm just so excited that we kind of get the answer to one of those great unknown questions you know for for a long time we've been trying to work out what is it that hasn't taken this passing attack to the next level given what we saw from lamar jackson you know in that mvp season i mean the guy led the league in passing touchdowns had an incredibly high big time throw rate this looked like something that could be special and then it it tailed off it didn't just plateau it actually dropped back down again and we don't really know why and there's three or four different things that could be the reason, and I, honestly, the most likely explanation is that three or four things are all combining to be the reason. But this is one. Like, this is one of those things we get to tick off and say, it isn't that. Now we've seen this receiver and the impact that he has in the offense. So I'm all for it. The one data point we don't need is that the Ravens run game is efficient. They're averaging six and a half yards per carry. That includes Lamar's scrambles, but they've got Tyson Williams averaging over six yards per attempt. So the run game is great in Baltimore. Rashad Bateman... We'll pull it all together when it comes to the pass game. He's back on his way back and we'll be out there soon for the Baltimore Ravens. It's a PFF NFL Daily.